Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Tell people about true parents. It is most pressing that we let all the people of the world know that the true parents have come to this earth. Telling all humankind that they are here is our great responsibility for the sake of the future. Christians are still waiting for the returning Lord, the Messiah. We have already gone beyond the completed Testament age and opened the era of Chanil Guk, but people do not know the providential time in which they live. We must not remain passive. We must mobilize every means to let people know that the true parents have come. We must let them know that the Messiah has arrived. True parents come to this world to save all people. For the sake of the salvation of humankind, we must let the world know the legacy that true parents received during their lives. Such things do not come about just by talking or by making proclamations. Your efforts must bear fruit through putting things in motion and taking substantial action. If all seven billion people in the world go to the spirit world without ever hearing about the news that true parents have come, what do you think they will say to you in the spirit world? You and I both breathed the same air and lived in the same era as true parents. Yet why didn't you tell us about true parents? Why didn't you introduce them to us? If I had known true parents, I would have attended them much better than you did. You will be subject to such accusations for eternity. If you fail to fulfill your mission of telling people about the true parents, you will not be able to escape such accusations. True parents are the eternal parents. The mainstream is a vast current and is the only thing that flows in true parents' path. There cannot be any branch currents. If a branch current fails to join the main current, it will dissipate. It will lose life. When you were following God's will, you followed true parents. It was not as if you were following the path of any one individual. You have to show your true colors, whether you are the water of life or muddied waters. The water of life is the main current, the main stream. I am telling you not to become stagnant water. If you realize that the path you have taken leads to death and is void of life, unless you are a fool, you will choose to stick instead to the path that leads to life. True parents are God's only begotten son and daughter, unparalleled in history. You may be forgiven for denying Jesus, but what does it say happens if you go against the Holy Spirit? There is no forgiveness. This means that those who do not follow True Mother are not part of the mainstream, but are headed toward hell. Once that happens, nobody can save them. If you have a loving heart towards such people around you, you have to make this life-or-death resolution. It should not be a life-or-death situation only for the other person. You have to think about your descendants. Never again should you allow the vestiges of the fallen world, like that which we see today, remain in heaven's presence. That is why true parents had to rise up from the very bottom. Through that, they liberated God and opened the door to Chanil Guk in 2013. Centering on true parents, we have to move forward as one body. All of our existing institutions must be aligned under one system. It is time to move forward as one tribe with true parents at the center. My dream is your dream. Until your life's last breath, you must absolutely realize this goal with true mother. That is the hope of heaven. The world's seven billion people must know true parents while they are on earth. I have to show you the way that we must go. Heaven and humanity have sought after a world of peace, a world without wars and hunger, a world of freedom, but history to this point has been unable to achieve this goal. Father led the history of the providence of restoration through indemnity to victory. However, the truth is that behind it all was too much sorrow, grief, and suffering to measure. That is how it is with indemnity. Father recovered and established everything for us, but the fact of the matter is that we are not in a position where we can just receive it. If we fail to fulfill our responsibility, we too need to pay indemnity. 
In the past 46 years, the world's population of 3 billion has become 7 billion, and it is the wish of our Heavenly Parent and our wish, as well as a responsibility to be fulfilled in our lifetimes, to make sure that no one in the world, not even those living in the far corners of the world, remains ignorant of the Heavenly Parent. Titles like filial son or daughter and loyal patriot cannot be given when you are comfortable. Unless you have endured much suffering and difficulty and risked your lives for your parents, devoted all your energies for your country, unless you have such a heart and have translated it into action, you cannot receive such titles. This moment in time, never seen in history and never to be seen again, is truly the most blessed and happiest time in your life. But if you fail to fulfill your responsibility, it will become the most wretched moment. Because the seven billion people of the world to whom you have failed to witness will accuse you. They will say, Why did you receive the blessing and not tell us about it? When those living in the farthest reaches of the world join our church, learn about the providence, and come to know that the long-awaited Lord at His second coming, the Messiah, the Savior, came to the earth and lived in the same era that they did, breathing the same air, yet they did not have one chance to see Him before He passed away, they will deplore this fact forever. You have to understand that the blessed families have a great responsibility, and that they may have to pay much more indemnity for that. In the book of Romans is a parable about a wild olive tree and a cultivated olive tree. A wild olive tree cannot become a cultivated olive tree on its own. When the owner comes, it can then engraft itself to the owner, the cultivated olive tree. However, this process of engrafting is not easy. The cultivated olive tree has a responsibility. Its roots must be planted deeply so that it can survive in any difficult circumstance. What does this mean? After enduring many difficulties, you were able to receive the blessing from true parents. Then, being in a blessed family, what should you do? The blessing will hold no meaning if you allow your blessing to extend only to your family while living in this age of true parents. Those in blessed families must fulfill their responsibilities. The blessing must not end up as a blessing that extends only to your family. You must reveal to your neighbors, your tribe, and your nation that true parents are the true owners. That is the only way for you to go today if you want to receive the crown of glory the only way to prove that you lived in this era with true parents. Please engrave this into your hearts. All the blessed family members throughout the world should proclaim true parents to all four corners of the world and fulfill their responsibilities as tribal messiahs, practicing true love according to true parents' teachings. Human beings are suffering and dying amid the destructive power of the barriers between religions, races, and nations that are inflicting tragedies upon the world today. Can you watch these things happen without doing anything? We must educate everyone and raise them as true parents' children. That is the only way to go in order to bring about the one united world that we, God, and all humankind have longed for. I spoke with great confidence at the United Nations when I was in Europe. The United Nations has worked hard to realize global peace and done many other things over the past 70 years. Yet, the result is that they have been pushed to the edge of a cliff. In my message to the United Nations, I said that it should become an organization that reveals the truth that we should attend God, our true owner, and that this endeavor should begin from the United Nations. Only by doing that can humanity in its tangled situation find its center and follow the direction of that center, completely untangling itself in the process. In that way, we can become one united world. To fulfill your responsibilities in relation to this as blessed members, can you allow a person in your neighborhood, nation, or world to remain unaware of true parents? No. You must let others know about true parents. Those in the Christian cultural realm have waited for the returning Messiah for 2,000 years. They have a great culture, but since they are drifting away from God, it is becoming a culture with no substance, like an empty shell. 
Therefore, to realize world peace in one family centered on God while living in the same age as true parents, you need to do your best and fulfill your responsibilities as tribal messiahs. Won't you go to the spiritual world someday? Your lives in the spiritual world will depend on how you acted, how you lived, lived for others, and whether you practiced true love on earth. This means that nothing is greater than letting others know of true parents. Seven billion people are orphans. What is wrong with letting orphans know who their parents are? This gives them hope. Therefore, your positions in the eternal world will be decided by your actions, whether you fulfilled your responsibilities and how widely you expanded hope in others. To think that just because you are suffering fatigue, you want to have comfortable physical lives, a span that is quite short and not longer than 100 years, is not correct. You must strive to become one with Europe so that you can liberate those in the Christian cultural sphere even one day sooner. Think of how unfortunate they are. For 2,000 years, though Christians went through many hardships in their own way, they only became empty kernels of grain. You must let others know the truth. You must guide them to realize that only this truth, the true parents' truth, is their hope and the way for them to attain a glorious and blessed position in the future. Father's last request was for us to fulfill our responsibility as tribal messiahs. How seriously have you carried this out? Today we are gathered in this place together with members from all over the world to celebrate the members of these two nations who have lived according to True Father's words and completed gathering 430 families as tribal messiahs. We should celebrate and encourage them, and we should each make a determination to fulfill this responsibility as well. The marriage blessing gives fallen people new life through true parents. The fallen world is a polluted and murky place, and blessed families are like clear water, the water of life. But even the clearest water will turn bad if it stagnates. It needs to flow toward the great sea. In the place where living water flows, living creatures revive. Tribal Messiahs are responsible to clean this polluted world with pure living water. Now the Tribal Messiah movement has become a giant wave sweeping across Thailand and the Philippines and through other nations in Asia as well. After having passed through the continents of Europe, North and South America, Africa and Oceania, it is moving across the ocean. And whatever this wave passes, countless people are born anew. We can expect nothing from the world as it is. The only way is for us to tell the world about true parents. When our families, tribes, nations, and the world become one with true parents, bound together in the providential will, and sweep across the five oceans and six continents, we will realize one world under God, the kingdom of heaven on earth longed for by our heavenly parent and long awaited by all people. For this day to come, all blessed families in the world should achieve oneness in heart, oneness in body, oneness in thought, and oneness in harmony, not only with the heavenly parent, but also with true parents. Can you stand still knowing that our brothers and sisters are still out there, miserable and struggling like orphans? You must stand up. Will you do that? We must confidently testify to the world that true parents have come. You must help people outside our movement become aware of true parents' achievements and how great they are. Do not be afraid. I say that wherever you act and reach out in the name of true parents, the support of the spiritual and earthly worlds will be with you. What is there to be afraid of, then? Confidently cry out. Confidently show the world that you are true blessed families, children of true parents. Remember that this is the only way you can stand as an ancestor of a victorious true family that has guided the seven billion people in becoming citizens of Chanil Guk, the status we so longed for. Families who have received the marriage blessing probably have children. There is no parent who would say, I gave birth to this child so he will grow on his own. Unificationist parents who have received the blessing and non-unificationist parents alike want their children to become better than they are. You are people who have been educated in divine principle. True Father worked hard all his life up until he passed away to educate you and raise you up as true people. 
This means that you owe a lot to true parents and to God. If the first generation of the unification movement is to fulfill their responsibility completely, and if you are to make Heavenly Parents' dream come true by following True Father's word, then you should not be content with just receiving the blessing yourselves, but you must also guide all 7 billion people of the world to receive the marriage blessing. When you think about your surroundings and your tribe, race, nation, and world, you who have received the blessing should have created the environment to welcome the day that Heavenly Parent longed for. For decades, you grew up receiving True Parent's fundamental heart. Therefore, you have to live a life that can repay this to heaven. You have to complete your mission as tribal messiahs. You should have created this environment already. If you have done this, everyone in your hometown would already know the flow of providential history. The people of today need to be different. You have met the True Parents. You have received the marriage blessing from True Parents. You are no longer wild olive trees, but true olive trees. This means that you are now in a position that has no relation to the fall. Is it okay for only you to be in such a position? Heavenly Parents' wish and True Parents' wish is to bless all 7 billion people of the world as Heavenly Parents' children. If they know of the truth, what will happen in today's people, they will become one. If that happens, the unified world, heaven on earth, will automatically be achieved. However, you who have received the blessing, pastors who have received the calling first, you have a responsibility. True Parents cannot fulfill this responsibility for you. You need to do it. True Parents have shown you practiced it, and prepared a foundation of victory. Thus, you only need to fulfill your responsibility by following us exactly. Do you understand? I am saying that you must not stop because one family is blessed. Educating people will help overcome natural disasters and all the things that are happening around the world. Whether I am in Korea, Japan, or America, I ask members to unite and educate others so that these problems can be resolved. This is fulfilling one's responsibility as a tribal messiah. You need to tell others. There must be no one who does not know, especially since they are living at the same time as true parents. By doing this, you will live freely in the eternal world. Our life as blessed families is the greatest blessing in all of the 6,000-year history of fallen human beings. You must not keep it to yourselves. There is a future for us and for those of the second and third generations. Depending on how you expand your environment, your descendants can be freer. Isn't it the parent's heart to hope that their children will live a better life than they have? Hence, for the sake of your loving children, you must fulfill your responsibilities before you go to the next world. Truly, our Heavenly Parent, who has worked until now for the providential history of restoration through indemnity, has been lonely. God, who has to be the omniscient and omnipotent King of Kings, has been lonely. Why is that? Can there be a king without citizens? You must liberate your ancestors in the spirit world. True Father said to liberate 420 generations of your ancestors. The spirit world has formed during the long, long period of 6,000 years since the fall, as indicated in the Bible. Your ancestors there have no connection to God. They do not know God's will. Now that you have received the blessing from true parents, you must liberate and bless your ancestors and help them change into good spirits. You and all tribal messiahs must take on this responsibility today. Therefore, you must expand the environment of the spiritual world. This means that our heavenly parents and true parents people must increase. By fulfilling your responsibility, you who are on earth will be able to carry out Father's providential work more enthusiastically around the world. Seven billion people do not know true parents or God's will. We must open the way of life, the way of hope for them. Spreading the word and practicing true love. You who joined the movement first should 100% convey the word that explains God's situation and true parents' hearts to others. You have this responsibility to convey the word. If you give someone who is eating a rotten fruit a fresh fruit, who will refuse it? You must give people of the world an opportunity to make a choice. 
That is your responsibility. You only live on the earth for a brief moment. It is not easy to live to 100 years. The reality is that we cannot go beyond 100 years old in good health. This is the same as a baby who spends 10 months in the mother's womb. If the baby who has been in the womb for 10 months decides not to come out, then the mother and the baby will die. We have to go to the spirit world. That is how God created it to be. We have to become people who are fit to go to that place that we all must go. This world was created to be a place where we can practice true love. Are you living like this for the sake of your family, tribe, and nation? You must make a determination to live like this from now on. You must practice the word in your daily life and harvest the fruits. You have to start by conveying the word to your relatives, siblings, and people who are close to you, then change their lineage by them receiving the blessing. If the fallen world is a wild olive tree, then the blessed families are the true olive trees. You should not be the only ones to hold that title. You must multiply this. You must expand the movement to practice the word and be grateful every day to be living in an era when we can realize the kingdom of heaven on earth and in heaven, which is God and humankind's wish. During the Universal Peace Federation rally to send people back to their hometowns, I saw many people prepared by God who accepted the word and who were determined to live according to the word. There are people who are investing their lives to live up to the word. That is why you have to do your best day and night to convey the word. There are more blessed families here than people who have not been blessed. People who have received the blessing should have children. You must have children and you must spread the word as well. You cannot go to heaven with just your one blessed family. When the movement to practice true love according to true parents' teachings begins in this nation and spreads to all the world, then naturally we can realize one global kingdom of heaven centered on God, which is what God and humanity have been waiting for. In order for this to happen, you have to do your best in the face of adversity. As tribal messiahs, there is no problem in blessing 430 couples. Why is that difficult? True parents are waiting for the 7 billion people of humankind. These are people who have lost their parents like orphans, and you are simply letting them know about their parents. This is the path that will make you a proud ancestor of Chanil Guk. You will become filial and loyal sons and daughters. You must work together with true parents in this era so that your name can be remembered in history. How can you just sit and wait when you think about the 7 billion people who depend on you? You must get up. You must go forward. You must make noise. Each person must do his best and complete his responsibility as a tribal messiah. You must heal the anguish and pain of heavenly parents, true parents, and Jesus Christ. And you must become proud, filial, and loyal sons and daughters in your life on earth and in the eternal world. You just saw on the screen a short video about the life of a monarch butterfly, which is only about three to four centimeters in length. The size of its brain is about the same as the tip of a needle. Yet, a new butterfly born as a larva flies to the very place where the other butterflies in its lineage had gone and died. Isn't this profound and mysterious? Human beings use a compass in what they have learned in order to find their way. How could this tiny being, with a brain the size of a dot, I mean smaller than what you'd get if you'd prick something with a needle, navigate to safety and multiply? When we observe these things, we know for a fact that compared to Mother Nature, we have led truly shameful lives. You are people whom Father remembered when he was alive. That is why he said that he would place you in a position of Chanilguk owners in the new era. Think about this. A king cannot exist without his subjects. As you carry out your responsibilities as a national messiah or a tribal messiah, you have to raise people, your subjects. You have to witness. Only then can you fulfill your given responsibilities. A person who fails to fulfill his responsibilities is without a future. Do you want to live in that way and exit without leaving behind a name or a legacy? It should not be that way. I personally enjoy watching nature documentaries. I have watched many. 
I heard the other day that there is a certain bird that lives in Alaska called the longbill. When preparing for the winter, the longbill flies nonstop for 10 days to Australia. It prepares to fly like that. Who taught it to do this? So many things in nature put us to shame. Have we ever strenuously made effort, like this bird, for 10 days without eating or sleeping for the sake of restoring our neighbors, our tribe, or our nation? Even this bird, which cannot speak, exerts itself in this way to multiply its own kind. What can we say for human beings who were created as the lords of creation? Recently, I probably told you about the story of the monarch butterfly. With its small body, it travels 5,000 kilometers from Canada to Mexico. It does so in order to multiply. It knows the course it needs to fly. It was not taught how. Yet, it finds that place, returns to its hometown, and multiplies. Human beings in this fallen world are living in a way that it is less profound than this small creature, this insect. You have to stimulate people's original minds and teach them what kind of beings we are and that they must meet the true parents. You have to be reborn through true parents. Only by attaining new life in this way can they return to the state that our heavenly parent envisioned for human beings at the time of the creation. Even though the tiny insects know the way they have to go, human beings are ignorant. But you know true parents, and you are living in attendance to them. In other words, you are all wealthy people. You are not wealthy people because you have a lot of money, but because you are happy and big-hearted. Sharing this with others should be the way you live. If you live a happy life with everything you need, the final place to go is God's kingdom in heaven. If you lived alone in heaven, you would not be happy. You would be lonely. We have to go all together. In this light, nobody else is happier than we are. Nobody else is wealthier or more deeply blessed than we are. We can share this. Yet the world does not share, right? Even though they already have something, they still want to take away from others, right? However, we share our blessings, which is why they multiply. We become wealthier. We become happier. This is all thanks to true parents. In Hawaii, you can find banyan trees. They are huge and leafy, so they provide shade and the strong sun. People can rest under their branches. This tree does not grow toward the sky, but its branches extend down to the ground and it produces numerous roots, which expand more and more horizontally so the tree gets bigger and bigger. The branches reach down into the ground like roots to help the tree be strong. I have self-realizations when I look at the natural world our heavenly parent created. Like that tree, True Father explored wild and remote areas around the world and he expanded his roots of love with numerous conditions of devotion. He came as the true parent and created a foundation for victory for humankind for the first time after 6,000 years. But when looking around the world as a whole, we see that there is still so much more we must accomplish through our devotions and effort. Let's return to the early times. The Unification Church originated from divine spirit and truth. In the beginning, when Father was ministering, whenever members came to the church, they never wanted to leave. They wanted to stay with true parents, even if it meant staying up all night. If there was anything True Father wanted done, members wanted to do it for him. Even without anyone pushing them, back then the members led that kind of life of faith. Though ours was a small church, it was overflowing with love. Everyone was united and we overcame the most difficult of times. The Korean church produced many blessed families and came to have many unforgettable stories. Married women who had joined the church before their husbands did went through many difficulties when their husbands were unsupportive. Moreover, we were all in a position where we had to go out to pioneer. Everyone had to go, regardless of age or sex. Women who had families had to do pioneer witnessing as well. To do that, some even left their children in orphanages. In this way, from the time of the 36 couples' blessing until the 430 couples' blessing, Korean church members made many sacrifices in order to advance God's providence. 
In those early days, our church president, Reverend Yu Hyo Wan, gave lectures all day long, even though he suffered physical disabilities. Even healthy people find it difficult to lecture for an hour or two, let alone all day long. Not only that, we were too poor to have proper food at that time, so he was malnourished. Despite such difficulties, people joined the church and we blessed the 36 couples. We need to cherish the 36 couples because they are the root of heart. Membership multiplied based on the foundation of the 36 couples. Therefore, all of us, including members in Korea, Japan, and the United States, need to return to that beginning time when we were passionate and our church constantly overflowed with true love. We must begin anew. Accordingly, we will have divine principle taught continuously in our churches and have workshops continuously. You should pull yourselves together mentally and physically and do whatever it takes to unite and fulfill what you were unable to do for the parents. What you were unable to do, though you only received love until now, even if it means making effort, spending sleepless nights, even that would not suffice. In the early years of the church, Father raised the members through his words, his love, and with strong bonds of heart. From now on, the church in Korea and throughout the world must become like that. Overall, I will lead the Korean church in that direction. The same goes for the rest of the world. Even without explaining it in words, we can all feel the bonds of heart we have with each other, forged with God at the center. When we unite, we can be totally interconnected. You are blessed families who are connected to one another with a strong bond of heart, and based upon this, you need to cooperate fully with one another. To build a church based on heart, whether you have a public mission or not, gear your every action, word, and attitude first for other people and the environment. You must be considerate of those around you. Most pressingly, the question is how we can return to the spirit of the early days in our church. How can we unite with the word in spirit and truth so we can become a vibrant living church? Our task is to share the words of the principle unceasingly every day with new people and inspire them to attend 7-day, 21-day, and 40-day workshops and then receive the blessing. We need to find many new members and make our Unification Church vibrant and full of life and spirit. What should we do to transform the current church so that it can become a church vibrant with life? Can we become a church that can give birth to new members without overly focusing on numbers? I have thought deep and hard about this. The projects that True Father initiated are so vast and numerous. How can we adequately preserve and develop this and take it with us? I have contemplated deeply about this. The sight of Reverend Yu Hyo Won in the early days of our church, lecturing all day long without eating properly despite his disabilities, and laboring so hard to find one new life, remains deeply impressed on my mind. The fruits of his efforts at that time are the 36 couples and 72 couples, right? They became the roots of the Unification Church. Among them are those who didn't receive this grace in the end. However, I saw how most of them remained in the position of the elder brothers and sisters of all the blessed families as the roots of this movement. There are now only a few of you remaining, but you are indebted to heaven in many ways. I think I have to help you repay those debts before you go to the spirit world. Internally, I am doing these things, and externally, I want to push all of you into a position where you can make great effort, like Reverend Yu did in his time, in offering all of your soul and might in finding even one new life. The church should be overflowing unceasingly with God's words. You cannot call it a church just because worship is held there on Sunday. You should create a church that can be breathing and moving with life 24 hours a day. I have been saying that I will transform the church into one that is alive and breathing. As long as people have life, they continue to move. It is only the dead that do not move. I have said that I will make such a church. If you make effort with the resolve to restore the people of this town in a month, why would True Father not help you? Wouldn't True Father, who transcends time and space, 
be drawn to your devotion and do great works? Can't you think about that? We are living in the era when achievements must be tangible. Your church should be a place where the lights are always on because you are awake at night. Wouldn't Father be drawn to the churches that have the lights on while he tours around the world? I am saying that you should make your church center a place that True Father would not pass by without stopping. Spring brings into mind the earth blooming after being frozen throughout winter, and the hearts of people cheering up after that gloomy season. People busy themselves in preparation for spring. You can feel the arrival of spring in reality when you see these spring preparations, the great activities being carried out, and videos covering the hard work of leaders and members on the front line. The hardened land will receive water in spring and soften for new sprouts and to receive new seeds. Let your imagination wander. Isn't our Heavenly Parents' creation simply profound and mysterious? Spring is just the right time to feel and experience these wonders. A new spring has also started for us, the new spring of Chanilguk. A whole new history has begun with a fresh start. We have all eagerly waited throughout providential history for this culminating event to take place. We must be grateful and joyful for having the opportunity to welcome this new era while we are still on earth, and remember that we have the responsibility to live a life of practice. For farmers, spring means energetically and painstakingly plowing their fields and planting seeds in order to harvest enough crops by autumn. A farmer must take good care of his or her land in the process. Some farmers convey their love by conversing with the land within their hearts, protecting the land and fertilizing it well enough for the seeds to grow well and to produce a great yield. What do you think must be done for the seeds of life to yield abundant crops? You must bear in mind how important your missions are. Therefore, you cannot rest. You must raise every single life with a parent's heart, day and night. It is important that you set up substantial goals every day. We have three meals a day, but a person's life is more important and urgent than food is. We must be able to reveal to the world that this country is God's homeland by 2020, but this goal cannot be achieved using our old or current methods. Therefore, we must dedicate ourselves day and night, investing tenfold, twentyfold, or a hundredfold more effort than we do now. Thank you for listening to today's Godable episode. Tune in tomorrow for a reading on our global mission strategy.